after the altar, you're gonna have to check your ground. And yo, I was crying tissue after tissue, basically on the floor. But then I thought, oh, what about after the altar? to this event not too long ago and at the end the host thanked everyone for being in attendance and then they proceeded to say that I know it may look like I did it all by myself but I had help in putting this on. He then proceeds to ask everyone to stand that had involvement and thank them for the work that they put in. Now y'all know I get a word from every thing okay because there are seasons of our lives um where different things come up we go through the season of depression sickness things like that and we finally realize or put a name to what we are going through oftentimes there are happenings that make the light bulb come on and we state that this one happening is the reason that this whole season has come to pass but i want us to challenge that thought what if depression was the man on the stage of our lives and he said, hey, um, I know you think that I just popped up here out of nowhere, but I couldn't have done this by myself. What if depression then asked all of the events that led up to this point to make the stand? Depression was the seed that took root and manifested. However, the events that brought light to it were the fruit. Let's even switch it up to like something that we can see vividly. Um, think about a child that is acting out or at home or at school. And we are quick to say the fruit of this um, is the child is bad and they need behavioral help. However, if we dug into the root of the behavior, we would notice that the acting out was coming from rejection. And acting out was a fruit that we could take that we often take notice of, but I'm sure if rejection stood on the stage of this child's life, there would be plenty of encounters that played a part in this coming to light. So knowing the root of a thing affects the way you can approach it. Most times we are dealing with surface things or what we would call the actual fruit of a thing. So in this podcast today, we're going to talk about some ways that seeds play a part in our lives and what guidance that the Bible gives us when handling them. I'm going to give giving you a few points, um, so let's do it. Point number one, as we live, seeds are planted. Sadly, I cannot tell you to be watchful of everything that happens in your life. We all are affected differently. Something that can just roll off your chest, um, maybe this thing that plants a seed in me. What I can tell you is on how some things get to us at times is because Satan watches us and he knows us and not to get too deep on what and how much he knows because Satan honestly doesn't even just start with us. He's been working for generations of our bloodlines. For those who are just coming to Christ a little later in life, you might start to see fruit that you didn't even know was there because the enemy had been trying hard to keep you bound, but it is real, but so is God. If you have ever called yourself a generational curse breaker, then you can feel this one here. You want so badly for things to be different for you and your bloodline. And in that process, you are going to see that there are some things that people have never dealt with that you are going to have to come up against. So when you are going through finding out about what seeds are being planted in your life, know that it is okay that if it seems I don't even want to say it's okay if it seems overwhelming, but know that in this, like God is just showing you things because he's going to reveal what he wants to heal. Um, every seed isn't bad too. So like notice that there are some generational blessings that run through our family, or there's some things that are being blessed in our life. Like we can have the fruit of patience. We can have the fruit of love. Um, these things can also take root. So just know that as well. Um, another thing that I want to give, I guess, kind of a warning to is don't notice a seed and then attach it with the last thing that, that made you realize what was happening. For example, there can be a seed of poverty and now you will automatically become mad at your parents for not teaching you more about money or even lust. You get mad at yourself for the doors that it opened up, but you have to realize that seeds are spiritual. Um, we, when we pray, 
how can I put this? So, so when we pray about seeds, usually we're going to be praying. I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't be like, oh God, I'm praying over the seed of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, God, I'm praying of the spirit of, I'm praying against the spirit of lust. Um, so like I'm taking whatever I have named that seed and I'm making it this, I'm calling it a spirit because that's what it is. Um, so it's not that it's not, I'm praying against my mother because she didn't teach me. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm attaching that with her. It's not that I'm praying against myself because I've opened up this doors of, um, of lust in my life. It is now that I am going to start praying against this seed. Okay. In the spirit. Okay. Now God, like, what do I need to be praying against? Um, God, what is, what are you saying, um, concerning this or God show me how, or what attached myself to this thing. Okay. So say like poverty, that's something that we can work on. Um, like we can literally just like go ahead and like, okay, I need to work on money management. I need to work on this and then this and that. So some things it's like, God, show me what I can be doing so that I can be, um, to help break this all because uh, things are going to happen in the spiritual realm. And then he's going to allow things to happen in the practical realm as well. That's what I want to talk about. Just don't, um, notice a seed and then attach it with the last thing that made you mad or anything thing like that because you're going to be focusing on the wrong thing the enemy will want you to focus on a person the enemy will want you to focus on the physical things in life that you know that we can encounter all the time it can bring into remembrance and make us mad about something however remember that these things are spiritual that we are going through and god is not going to allow these things to be revealed without coming to heal these things in our lives so another thing I want us to do is to take notice of these cycles. What cycles are happening? We often hear that if something is repeated, then it means that we haven't learned from it. Life is moving fast, y'all. And I believe that the one thing that we have lacked the opportunity to do is to learn how to process things. All of this time, the seeds are being planted. Um, and it's not until you get older that people say you should go to therapy. Think about it. We live life until we get to breaking points. And then we tend to find um, the need to find some type of release. And let's be honest, releasing for some people doesn't look like therapy. Release looks like crying. It looks like having sex. It looks like taking drugs. It looks like fighting, working out. Something that takes the edge off. However, we have never really processed or analyzed these things. And now we have initiated a cycle in our life without even knowing it. In order to change something, you are going to have to face that thing, big or small. Because the enemy doesn't care about what he uses. So, for example, um, for me, it was something that was happening with certain friendships in my life. And I remember my apostle had a class and I had a chance to speak on it. And I was like, yeah, I can literally give you four to five examples. And she was like, Kara, you know, that's manipulation, right? And I said, what? Like, how did you get manipulation from that? But y'all, here I have been suffering from this thing and feeling in my life because it literally altered how I would just communicate with others and in five minutes, y'all, she gave me language, she prayed with me, and then it allowed me to know what to pray and work on when I'm by myself. And that leads me to my next point. Do not blame yourself for the seeds being planted and don't make yourself have the duty of being able to see the things and be able to heal yourself as well. Okay, so let's let's break it down. You will have to seek godly or wise counsel why am i saying this because we 
have so many filters when it comes to seeing things on our lives we have a hurt filter we can have a a happiness filter loving somebody to a full extent can make us not see things anymore being in a situation for too long can help us to make us not see clearly anymore there are so many things that we go through and um I found that I've been saying like you know we need to go to therapy I feel like I just throw that out there now but it's real however there um I say it too because like we when we try to figure out ourselves sometimes there are different things that we can't see um and then there are times where we need somebody with more authority more education to come in and either identify um diagnose cast out these things in our lives so if you find out that you have this seed and you're getting frustrated because you're like oh I can't get rid of it it could also be something that okay I can't get rid of this because somebody with a higher authority maybe an apostle maybe a deliverance minister may now need to come in and break these things off of your life because you are in the fight you're you're still in that thing that that that's hustle and that um you still have that friction with that thing however they are able to come in and say this is now broken off of you in the name of jesus and we hold that same power but sometimes we are even calling out the wrong thing and like i said before like the friendship situation with me is to, to me it was something that was just attached to me but once she gave her manipulation i would have never thought about praying against manipulation over my life um and i was just so grateful that she gave me that language because now it's like okay now that she prayed over me now that she identified helped me identify it like now I can see my I can see these situations and these things through a different lens that I didn't have before so even like just saying even with like you know family issues or like little lustful issues and things like that like even some things that we call out even um and I know it's a touchy subject but like with even lust and perversion we don't even understand that though we don't even know to call it perversion because we've only been attaching ourselves to the view the lens of the like what we have been experienced you know some people may have you know experienced molestation or rape or something like that and they are just they can't even focus on what's the root of it because all this fruit of the situation has come up however by getting the language and saying oh okay if this is a spiritual thing then maybe it is this or like going to somebody else will be able to do it and so this will cause you to be open um and I know that's kind of like an icky thing because it's like okay I mean open with somebody that I don't know some people don't even have that trusted person in their life they so if they go to a therapist it's like okay I still have to be open and saying okay so I think even in when it comes to like being open about what you're going through and, and going to a godly or wise counsel it's like okay understanding within yourself that okay I need this help I need to you know I need this to make it to the next step in my life and so I'm not even just being open and just having an awkward moment with them I'm doing this so I can be released so that I can be free so that I can you know I'm doing this for me and not even for the other person not even the other person isn't worrying about an awkward conversation they're like okay you need the help how can I help you so be open to that (laughs) uh the next thing that we're going to talk about is identifying what fruit is being produced in your life Uh, and we talk about this i want us to think about seeds affecting our senses so even like i said it before about us being able to see things and we've been in situations too long that we can't even see those things clearly anymore these seeds will come in and okay so if you're if you have been being treated bad for a while or whatever so you're just gonna see if being treated this certain way it's gonna start 
doing some things if you're not walking in a healing process it could start getting you to have an attitude more you're walking in rage you are coming off and going off on this person now you're producing fruit of those things that have been planted in your life so that's a picture of us being affected by the seeds it's affecting our senses um it's affecting what we hear so like if somebody's saying something to me because i've been hurt so many times um in this situation now i'm only hearing in a defensive way like i'm not even hearing it to to have a conversation i'm hearing to respond automatically because this is what i've been going through and now that we talked about like our senses and like you know the ear gates and eye gates um we're going to also talk about like our mind it's going to start affecting how we think and how we view things and how we process things because now i can't because the seed has been planted I, my first reaction to things is no longer prayer. It's me, well, how can I get them back? How can I do this? You know what I'm saying? There's going to be different things to mold ourselves in that. So we touched on our eyes, we touched on our ears, we touched on our mind. And then I also want to touch on our mouths because it also will help and know uh, what comes out of it. We've talked about like our reactions and things like that. But okay, so now if I am, and I'm, I'm going to get off of like the just to have an attitude portion or maybe even go to like the poverty side. Okay, so if I am having, I'm planting a seed of faith in my life and I know that, you know, you know, um, property is being broken and I'm going to be flourishing in the spirit. I'm going to have um, wealth in my life. So now even my words are going to start aligning with that. So if I am saying I'm going to have wealth, I am not saying that, oh, I'm broke child. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have it right now. Um, you know, some people say like I'm in between blessings. <laughs> um, it's, but no, like for real, like you literally have to take half of your thoughts because I mean, your thoughts and your words, because they are speaking things over your life because the enemy can hear that stuff. And you know, you hear that stuff as well so like what are you feeding yourself by what you're saying if you're even dealing with something with insecurity it's like okay if I'm like even if it's like somebody liking you it's like oh they don't like me I mean I look at me or something like that and it's like no think about what you're saying about yourself you're feeding that to your spirit like you are the first person that hears what you say out of your mouth so we have to start looking at like what fruit is being produced in our life if something is being produced that is of if we always have an attitude if we always speaking negative something like that it's like wait a minute if I'm of God and if I'm trusting and believing in him and all I have is an attitude 24 seven or I'm always just telling my child they battle off. I'm always just saying that it's some, it's always something. What, what's not happening? Am I, do I need to be praying a little bit more? Do I need to be seeking God a little bit more? Maybe I need to go to church this Sunday. Maybe I need to find a little word on Instagram or maybe I need to find something on YouTube because my spirit is being, you know, it's being, it's off. So how, what seeds are being planted but not only that but like what am i planting into myself that is affecting my outcome of things so the next one is living a proactive life and i know you're like carol what you talking about that's reactive and proactive there are things that can prevent other seeds from being from being planted there are things that can start breaking off and uprooting things in our lives before we even have a chance to because of what we do to live a proactive life so this includes praying this includes fasting this includes putting on the full armor of god this includes reading my word and digesting it because that is what we turn to you know after we get um after we get over a patch of like hurt or something like that we get back on the road we're like oh i'm gonna go to church oh, i'm gonna do this and it's like some of those things if we were living that life like that all the time and i'm not saying that we don't have dips and things like that so please do not feel like i i get it i get that because i've been through it too i know what it's like to like you not even have the energy to want to do anything productive or anything like that however once you get through your thing just know that 
living a proactive life now, like praying on a, learning to have a prayer discipline now, learning to get in your word now is going to help in those situations that come up. Okay. Like if, okay. So say it like, you know, we've been getting a whole lot of, um, like rage and examples lately, but like say somebody come at you the wrong way. And it's just like, because you've been praying, because you've been fasting, that thing is going to produce a different response out of you because you've been living a proactive life. And then also with this, that just this just came to me, but also with this is that you have to be open to the different life that you're going to be living because of this proactive life. Because these things are going to come up and you're going to like be so used to being the old you. You're going to be so used to being the broke you, the upset you, the hurt you, the um, whatever you you was, the one that didn't let other people have the last word. Like you are going to have to get used to being this different person, to being the person that reacts from a place of prayer, from being a person that reacts to a place of discipline, because that is going to be the one thing that, you know, that can hinder a seed or I'm not even going to say hinder a seed, but can cause a seed to continue to have fruit in your life. Because it's like, okay, you're still going in the direction that was causing it. You haven't changed your environment. You haven't changed your words and things like that. So now are you feeding the seed? Because the Bible says, you know, one plants, one waters, and God gets the glory. However, if you are, if you had a seed planted and now you are watering it yourself, it's like, what you doing there, huh? Huh? <laughs> do you want the deliverance or not? Do you want the healing or not? So it's something that you are going to have to deal with. And even when I said, like, even bringing that scripture, is like one plants, another waters. So it's like, okay, somebody could have planted that seeds 15 years ago in your life. And here you are being around people that now agitate that seed they now get they they now are like oh, okay you, you started being attracted to the same person and now they just they watering that up so you have to realize that it's going to cause you to move from different places it's going to cause you to break some relationships with people it's going to cause you to um change your work it's going to call you to elevate in a great way though because it's not even like you're you're doing this thing and you're going down a, a path that isn't what you are destined to do it's literally you going down what God has called you to do um, and where you want to go. Isn't that great? Like you actually want to go in the next direction. So you're making those changes. You're being proactive and you are being disciplined to go in that road. Okay. And so even like coming off of that, of saying living a proactive life, remember to get into your word and listen to sound doctrine. This is the last point that I'm making, but it says that the word literally says that my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. And so when we don't know these things or now that we have listened to this podcast and you're now open to knowledge that you didn't have before, it's up to you to steward that. You're going to have to be able to get into your word and get into a private study with God and say, God, let this word speak to me. Because a lot of things in our lives, a lot of things, a lot of us don't even know like spirits and things can be planted because we don't even know the word. We've, we've had church encounters. We've had, we sat in a, a congregation and we know that, but however, we haven't taken the word and digested it for ourselves. We haven't said, okay, like, I understand I got saved, but then you telling me there's spirits involved with it. Like, what's that? Because some of us may may not know about it. Um, I've been around. I've been in deliverance ministries since 
feels like forever. So I have had encounters with it. However, there are some people that can go into, don't even know what deliverance means or anything like that. So it's going to be up to you to get into your word and get into a, a church or hear sound doctrine some way, shape or form. And what does that mean? Like it means that sound doctrine just means that they're coming from the word itself. Um, because there are some things that are kind of come from our feelings or come through experiences. And yes, those things have place and time. But however, getting under somebody who is coming from the word and teaching from it. Because this is going to get into like, you know, get into your word and listening to sound doctrine. is getting into your time with God. So if you decided that, you know, tonight I wanted to pray or I wanted to watch this word, but I just, I cannot get with it. Like I have been in times where I wanted to listen to a word so bad and I'm just like, this is not really what I need. But what I really needed to do was journal that night. And I needed to let God know what was going on because I had some things that are blocking. It goes back to, hey, we don't learn to process things. So know that, Everything is going to work together for your good, literally. You just have to be willing and open to having God come in and be with you in these moments. Seeds are going to be planted. There are good and there there are some good and there are some bad. But God is going to get the glory out of your life. And I pray this encourages you to to go forth, to live life, um, not being fearful of, okay, did that thing happen? Did this happen? What did it, how did it affect me? No, you're going through life knowing that you are covered by God, knowing that you are, um, protected by him from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, knowing that, you know, whether you understand it right now or not, God is going to make it plain to you. He's going to put those people in your path. He's going to allow you to get a word that you didn't even know you needed. Like he's, he has you, he knows how to talk to his children. So don't worry about it. Don't be too hard on yourself, but continue on the journey and knowing that look, sometimes you're going to need to check your ground. Okay. Because it, the ground, the ground got these roots. Sometimes they deep. Sometimes you like, Oh, these weeds, let me go ahead and get them now. So I ain't got to worry about it later. Like it's, it's okay. But, but if you ever just need to think about, okay, you're going through something, you have an encounter, and this thing, is this one big situation is just like, oh, yeah, here, here I am. But know that there are there were other things that added up into this situation. Um, and be okay with knowing that. Be okay with knowing that you allowed some things. Be okay with knowing that, no, you did not have the... Your flesh wasn't built up enough to deny this something one time. You know what I'm saying? Be okay with knowing that you're in a process, but you're doing it with God. So let's pray out, you guys. So, Lord God, I come to you right now. Just thank you for this day, oh God. I thank you for this appointed time that you have for us, that you are helping us, Lord God, to check our ground, Lord God. You are helping us to see the seeds that we have planted, oh God. Lord God, you are helping us to process through the things that we haven't touched on, Lord God, that we haven't um, thought about, Lord God, that you are allowing us to see these things and being able to say, okay. And God, you are also giving us a hope for our future, oh God, and letting us know that getting help is okay, Lord God. And you are sending people those way, Lord God, those who are even attached to a church, Lord God, you're going to start, Lord God, even sending people their way that will help them, Lord God, in this journey, Lord God, whether it be through a video, Lord God, whether it be through a podcast, Lord God, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, over them, Lord God, um, in faith, oh God, that they shall, they shall reap the harvest, Lord God, if they faint not, Lord God, of what you have planted in them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, Lord God, I thank you. That you are helping us, Lord God, even in our ways that we need to switch over and, and discipline, Lord God. And when we come into the newness, Lord God, that you are doing it, Lord God. That when we say, Lord God, and we pray, Lord God, that you uproot things out of our lives, Lord God. That we are working with you, Lord God, in the process, Lord God. And not going against you, Lord God, by trying to stay in old patterns, Lord God. Old places and old things, Lord God. So, Lord God, we thank you for it. We say we love you. We give you glory. And in Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen.